Hello everyone and welcome back. This is the third chapter of the Building from the Bottom podcast. My name is Gareth Rafferty and this podcast has now been running for about a year and a half. And if you haven't listened to this podcast before, I'll give you newbies a quick run through of who I am and the situations I'm in before we get into episode one of chapter three, Building from the Bottom. So my name is Gareth Rafferty. I am a 20-year-old person, kind of a student, I have my own company, and this is basically my journey into entrepreneurship whilst being a student and all of the things that I approach whilst I'm on my journey. And so I'm now going to jump straight in to what's going on, what's happening, where have I been over the past two months between the end of chapter two and the start of this episode, chapter three. So right now it's 10 p.m. and I'm sitting in my flat, which I'm not going to tell you the location until later on in the episode. I'm sitting in my flat, in my pajamas, in an empty flat at my desk. It's late and it's been a long, long day. But before I get into that, I'm going to tell you what's actually been going on over the past two months. So those of you that listened to chapter two, you will know that during that time, I spent about six months in Madrid and then I came home to the UK and I kind of wasn't sure where I was going to be in September. It has been a whirlwind of a summer. I've been pretty much everywhere I could go. Um, everywhere, literally everywhere, inside Europe, outside of Europe. And now we're here on the 2nd of October and I don't know where my summer has gone. I went on two holidays, one to Tunisia, um, one to Bulgaria. Um, Both holidays were really great. I did quite a bit of sales for my company. And if any of you are new, Um, sales is something I've been working on for a while, really trying to build those skills. And so my podcasting company is starting to move ever so slowly. We, we as a collective, as in the company, we are quite close to landing our first client, which is really exciting. Um, it's just me and the company for those of you that are new and, It's really exciting for me because I've never ran a business before. Um, This is my first company. So the fact that things are starting to move is really, really exciting for me. And the people that I pitched earlier on in my summer, that pitch went extremely well. And it's kind of led to where I am today. The company are talking with their marketing team to see if a podcast is something that they are thinking about doing which is extremely exciting for me because it means the ball is rolling a little bit and they have also told other companies that they know about my services and I have a call on Friday, so in two days' time, about podcasting and the opportunity that it holds for their company. 
This is extremely exciting for me because I've never been in a situation like that before where I've had to pitch a company. And so the fact that I've had to pitch it and it went extremely well, well, it's great news. I've been working on sales using CRM systems, um, trying to manage things from my half, trying to manage the people I was talking to. I now have an Excel list full of people that I've reached out to, the data I've reached out to them on, how I've reached out to them, and those sorts of details. It's kind of been a whirlwind of me trying to learn one thing to the next. And so I'm starting to get my process in the right place. I'm really starting to hone in on what needs to be done and how I'm going to do it a bit more efficiently. Social media has been one of the aspects which I've kind of put on the back burner, um, the social media for the company, because I've really wanted to focus on sales and getting that first client. Um, the social media, the, what I have been doing is going on Canva, which is a free design tool, makes it super, super easy to make designs. And what I've done is I've got an image of me, put an overlay. Um, well, I, I, I've got a background, sorry. And I've put an overlay. I've got a gradiented background. I've got two of those. One is yellow, one is black. And I've put writing on top of both of those. And every several days I have a new category. And each post is all about that category. So a recent one has been where to listen to podcasts. So there's things like BBC Sounds, um, different places like that where you can listen to podcasts. But also there's statistical ones for in the UK and America about who likes listening to what type of podcast. and those types of topics and the way and the reason I've done it on Canva is because I can make them very, very quick and I can schedule them so that I can, I kind of batch all of those types of things so that it's one less thing I have to do. And it, I don't feel like it's burden. Like I don't feel like it's a burden every single day of the week having to post. The reason I do it like that is because it buys me more time in the long run and allows me to, spend more time doing things like sales. I'm not really focused on the social media accounts at the moment. And so that's why I'm using that approach. Um, it's great if you just want to be active, but not really reactive. It's not really a social first approach that I'm taking on that, on my social media platforms at the moment. Um, it is something I would like to extend into but at this moment in time. It's not something that I am looking at. So if you've listened to previous podcasts, you're probably wondering by this point, well, where are you, Gareth? What country are you in? What planet are you on? And what are you doing? September came. And during August, I was rushing around. I'd just finished my second year as a degree student um, doing marketing, PR, and advertising. and after getting back from Madrid, I kind of wanted to spend a year away from university in a job. That was my whole thing I wanted to do. I wanted to learn more about marketing, see how my degree fits into the real world. And also just to meet a lot, new pe a lot of new people, but also spend a bit of time out of 
the traditional education system and go more into learning through working. So where actually am I? Well, I went for an interview in London and it didn't really go that great. They were looking for someone to work with them for a year in marketing, digital marketing in particular, but it didn't go that great. The interview I did badly on, um, I knew when I left the room that I didn't do that great in the interview. And afterwards, a few days later, they sent me an email to say they were going with someone else, which was completely fine by me. I asked how could I improve as I always do. And then I went from there. And then I was messaging companies, in particular digital marketing companies, to see how or if they could fit me into their company. And I had one reply. After messaging about 20 companies, I had one reply which said, we can offer you a one-year placement, but it will be unpaid. And I couldn't really go for unpaid, unpaid because I would need to travel to the internship, which would mean that I would be losing money. And so I went to a speaking event where, whereby I knew some of the people in the audience. Um, they were the ones that asked me to speak for them. It was about 30 people. And afterwards I was speaking to someone that I knew and he happened to know someone who knew someone in the company. And a few weeks later, they messaged me offering me an interview. So I went for the interview at a company called the West Midlands Growth Company. It's a company that tries to bring people as in tourism, business tourism, investment into the West Midlands, which is my kind of county, my area, the area in which I was born. And that includes multiple cities, including the second capital of um, England, which is Birmingham. And so I went for the interview and I took a little presentation with me and I presented myself and some of the work that I have previously done to show them who I am and what I do. And surprisingly, when I told them about my company, they weren't shocked. They weren't surprised. And actually they were very open about the fact that I had a company. And surprisingly, about a week or two later, they sent me an email with an employment offer, offering me a one-year contract at their company as a marketing intern. Five days a week, 40 hours a week. And so now where am I? Well, I started my job at the West Midlands Golf Company on the 23rd of September, which if those of you are quick at maths, you will know that was last week on Monday. It's my 10th day. I've just finished my 10th day at the company and it has been really, really fun. There has been parts where after a while, certain tasks have got boring, but I also know that that's part and parcel of working. And so now I'm living in Derby. I work in Birmingham. I live in Derby. It's about a 40 minute commute on the train um, plus 20 minutes walking to the train station. So about an hour commute and I'm enjoying it. I've met some great people. It's a team of about 60 people. And 
it's great because I get to work with everyone. I get to work with the marketing team, the comms team, different types of people. Um, sometimes I'm creating graphics for um, companies. Other days I'm doing things for in-house on the website. And I'm kind of working on all sectors of the business. Both business to company and business to business. And that's really exciting for me because I get to see both sides of the spectrum when it comes to the marketing sphere. And so that's really interesting. And that's what I'm doing right now. And the one thing I'm trying to figure out in my life is how do I get the balance? How do I maintain a healthy relationship with my girlfriend whilst also working 40 hours a week? And also on top of that, trying to build a company and it's a challenge that is new to me and I didn't even predict that this challenge would have came about it's a challenge which is ongoing and I've spoke to people about and I don't really think anybody has an answer to this trying to get balance in your life is and can be quite difficult it involves a lot of compromise from yourself and other people around you in order to get that balance and even when you have that balance you're never truly balanced and so it's something that over the next year i'm going to be working on usually whenever i get a spare minute um i am trying to focus on the company contacting people through email um, companies that I, that company that I pitched, um, I'm talking to a lot at the moment. And in regards to outreach, I've done a little bit since I started the job, but it hasn't been as much because I've been super, super busy on the weekends. I'm with my girlfriend because she doesn't really see me throughout the, the week because I'm working and I don't get back until 7 PM. And I go to bed at about half 10 in the evening. Obviously today I'm going to go to bed a bit later, but that's okay. I wake up in the morning about half five to 6 a.m. And that's where my day starts. I get ready, I go to the train station and off I go. This is my life for the next year. And that's the weird thing. It's, it's great. I really enjoy the job that I'm doing. Um, I really like the people that I'm working with. They're all really nice and friendly. The company is fun to work for. I'm getting paid. But there's still a part of me that feels like something's not right. And I can't explain it. I've tried explaining it, but I completely can't explain it. And those of you that have your own company, you may know what I'm talking about. That desire that is kind of inside you where it makes you feel uncomfortable, even though you're in an environment where you should be completely comfortable. It's like a, a willingness to do more. It's internal, but yet can affect everything externally around you. And everything that is around you can also affect 
that thing. And it's really weird for me because I've always had it with internships and with jobs. It's always felt a part of me that felt somewhat unfulfilled. And I often used to wonder whether that was just because I hadn't been there long enough because I hadn't really got that involved. But actually, I honestly believe it's because I want to build something myself. And hence, that's how I came about starting my company. So where is my company right now? That's something I want to talk about a bit more in depth about the reasons why I started my company and the whole ethos around the brand. So my company is called New Found Media. We help people make, manage and market their podcasts. As you can see, I have said that line a lot. And so what actually is my company? Well, my company is really based around giving people a voice. As I was growing up in school, I often found that I never really fit in with what was called the popular group. I wasn't the only one, but for me, the reason that I didn't fit into those groups was because I was in foster care as a young child. I've been in foster care since I was three, and I came out when I was 17 and a half. And so I didn't fit into the groups, but I never really let that upset myself because I often realized that I didn't want to be in there anyways. And if I did get into those groups, I know I wouldn't have felt like I fit in. And I was okay with that. I was okay with being weird. I was okay with being different. It was never a problem. Whereas some people felt really insecure if someone didn't like them. I kind of thrived on that. I was happy to sit by myself at lunchtime. I was happy to be by myself in class. I didn't feel like I needed anybody else. And in a way, that's a good and a bad trait. But where I am now, it's kind of a similar perspective. However, it's grown a lot. My perspective on that now is I don't need anyone to help me progress, but the people I meet along the way can help me on my journey. So I'm open to meeting people and taking advice, but I'm also extremely self-reliant. And I believe a lot in myself that wherever I want to go in life, I can make it with everything that I have right now. I don't need any extra things. Everything I've got right now is what I had five years ago to get to my current position. And what I have right now is what I'm going to use to get to the next stage of my life in the next five, 10, 15, 20 years. I don't know where I'm going to be when I'm 25 or 30 years old, but I just want to make sure that it's better than where I am currently at. And I want to make sure I'm doing something that I enjoy and I'm feeling happy because at the end of the day, when we're on a deathbed, the one thing I don't think anybody wants is to look back and say, I wish I did something differently because I wasn't happy. And that's what it comes down to. And so back to my business, I give people a voice. I look out for those that may not be in the popular group at school. I look out for those people that might not fit in with the people 
around them might be slightly weird, might be slightly different, but not in a bad way. Just because you don't fit in doesn't mean that you're obscure and you're cast out. It's not a bad thing. And so podcasting for me allows me to voice my opinion openly and also meet people openly and allow them to have a platform in which to voice their opinions. A lot of people have a lot to say, but how do you say it without a platform? And that's why I'm trying to help a lot more people get on to the podcasting, well, the podosphere or however you say that word. I want to get more people starting podcasts, more businesses starting podcasts, because a lot of companies are doing great things, but they're just not talking about it. And they're not voicing their opinions. And I feel like everyone should have the opportunity to speak their truth. And so that that's what my company and myself really value. As a young kid, I used to go up to the people at school that didn't necessarily have anyone to talk to that used to sit by themselves and I used to accompany them and just sit and eat lunch and I'm sure that's the same in corporate offices there may often be one person or two people that just sit by themselves and maybe don't fit in don't feel like they can go to the group which are going to McDonald's or Burger King for lunch and those are usually the ones that have the best stories as well. So enough talking about my company. How is work going? Well, today I got assigned a mentor and it was really interesting for me because it was a work mentor with a guy who's never started a company in his life, but his main aim is to make sure I get everything I want out of my placement, but also to mentor me and help me where possible and also I can kind of do the same in return. It's kind of an equal opportunity for both of us. And it was really interesting because as we walked to the coffee shop in the middle of Birmingham, we were speaking and it seemed like we had a very similar philosophy, a very similar way of thinking about the world, about education, about what's going on in the world and the opportunities that we make for ourselves. I found it super, super interesting talking to him because he was telling me about his whole journey and I was telling him about mine too. And we were talking about some things that are bigger than us, about regretting when you die, which seems quite morbid, but at some point in my life, I am going to die. I won't be able to tell you the day. I won't be able to even tell you the year. But I know at some point in my life, sometime, probably in the next 100 years, I'm going to die. And that's quite crazy to say because death often scares a lot of people. Death is one of the topics which people don't like talking about. People get shy. It even makes some people really upset. My dad died in 2010. And it took me about five to 10 minutes to process that. I was nine years of age and I fully understood what was going on. I knew that I would never, ever, ever get to see him again. And in a way, I kind of 
I don't know. It was quite weird. It was like I missed him, but then I wished he was there and I was happy that I got to spend as much time as what I did with him, which was very little time in comparison to what other people my age spent with their parents. I used to see him every few weekends and every single minute with him was amazing. And it's quite sad. But anyways, back to the mentorship point. It's very interesting having a mentor because often they push your way of thinking to a whole new level. And he certainly got me thinking. Some point it will be quite nice to get him on the podcast to talk about mentorship. He's currently doing a master's degree in business development and business managerial development. I've probably got that wrong. But that's really interesting, the whole concept around mentors. I think mentors are great to push and develop you, um, also to bounce ideas off. Um, Mentors are great to have purely for that reason. Um, And it's also nice to share ideas with someone and see whether they think that would work. It's really great for idea sharing and also to get someone to test your philosophies and your thoughts and your feelings. He definitely did that today where he, he asked me a question. He said, would you much prefer to be in a group or by yourself? And initially um, when I answered, I said, I really don't know because I've fallen on both sides of the argument. But then he said, if you had to pick one, which one would you pick? And straight away, I just thought that it would be spending time with people. But then I was eating my dinner this evening and I kind of realized that actually maybe it's not. Maybe it's when I'm with myself in my bedroom, just like right now, reflecting, doing reflective practice. Um, Doing reflective, reflective practice is super, super important. And usually I'm thinking about that all the time, but to speak it through with someone and for him to say it might be better to spend a bit of time doing reflective reflective practice, it's opened my mind a little bit more. Sometimes you need to focus on things which you don't feel like you need to focus on. And for me, that was reflection. Because I felt like I was focusing on it all the time when it was running around my head whilst I'm walking to work when actually it would be good to sit down and write things down. To get it all focused and honed in to what's actually going on here, what's actually going on in the world, what's actually going on in my life, the people that I influence around me, how am I influencing my girlfriend, my friends, my family, the people at work, and how are they influencing me? The world is much bigger than every single one of us. It's much bigger than you as an individual. Your name could be Herbert, your name could be Chantel, but the world is much bigger than every single one of us. Even when we come together as a collective, the world is much bigger and there's forces to play that we have absolutely no idea about. We can make random guesses, but we're never going to know. We may know at some point, but I highly doubt it will be in my lifetime. But I don't feel like I need a higher power. I don't feel like I need luck. I don't feel like I need everyone in the world's help. Because when you're born and when you're becoming 
a human being at the end of the day when you're thinking to yourself you're alone nobody else is there to talk to you nobody else is there to interfere and what you think about yourself late at night when you're lying in bed watching netflix or scrolling through your phone or lying in the dark staring at the ceiling that's that's the person that really counts that's the person that really has influence the person that really has control over your life the person that can keep you up at night and more importantly the person that can get you beyond your wildest imagination life is much more than any of us but life is only us and us alone the singular person the individual that walks down the street with his headphones on the woman that feels anxious on social media because of the images she sees the man that feels like he needs to go to the gym every day to try and keep a six pack because he sees images of people from pure gym and other gyms around the country around the world advertising lots of men with six packs and big muscles there are influences on our lives which we cannot deny there's things that we see on a day-to-day basis which affect our mental and physical well-being every single person that's listening to this at some point in their life has felt insecure and i'm not saying i've never felt insecure because i definitely have but sometimes realizing that you are the one in, in control nobody else can control your life besides you is really really powerful and empowering so to end this podcast at 32 minutes past 10 on the 2nd of october 2019 a 20-year-old boy in his student residence accommodation just remember you have control thank you so much for listening